Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast about doing your best thing in your best way because you're employing your best attributes. I'm Scotty Jackson, joined as always by Rosemary Orchard. Hey Rose, how are things? Uh, I mean, this is one of my attributes. I consider podcasting uh, one of my one of my skills. So I'm doing great because I'm using one of the things that I love to do. Um, sure we are. And you know, I feel like I, I feel like we're pretty good at this now. We we certainly have fun every episode, it which is. hopefully shows for everybody. It is true. I, I, I hope so, too. Hi. Uh, if you are new here, welcome. It is lovely to have you. We are the Nested Folders Podcast, and you can explore our entire back catalog of episodes over at nestedfolderspodcast.com, where we keep them all stored, just waiting for you to consume them. And if you love what you hear and listen to them and think to yourself, gee, I wish I had an extra one of these every month or so, where quest- listener questions and challenges could be answered, we have that for you, too. With your support, nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested will get you access to a bonus episode every month, as I say, and Nested Folders stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Stickers, Scotty. We got stickers. We've got stickers. How exciting. Uh, today, uh, though, Rose, what I would love to talk about, you and I had a conversation about this a while ago, and uh, it's just kind of bubbling in the background. And for me, this is a really timely point of this topic because I am about to just go through a major career change. And that is the idea of playing to one's strengths and Mm -hmm. thinking about, you know, identifying what your strengths even are and then how to employ them in your day to day to do your best work or how to shape your work around your strengths or, or, or. And I think this would be really interesting Mm -hmm. to talk about in terms of how we consider this as part of our, you know, general workflows and setting ourselves up for just doing the best things. Yeah, because I mean, like sometimes, you know, the the immediate thought when somebody says, you know, what are your strengths? Like your your immediate response is, I don't have any. Like, first of all, you are wrong. You definitely have strengths. Uh, One of them is that you are interested in doing better things for yourself, which you can prove because you're listening to this episode. So congratulations. Um, You know, you have a strength. Um, But, you know, um, knowing, you know, knowing what your strengths are is a really good starting point. And part of that is just knowing who you are. Okay. So for me, one of my strengths is that I look and sound to many, many people like I know everything. Okay. Secret people is I don't know everything. I'm just involved in slash aware of a lot of things going on. And I have a very good memory for, and this is where I can go and find that piece of information. Like I don't keep that information in my head. I just have a very good search mechanism. Mm. Um, But that is one of the things that makes me the person I am. Okay. So that's just who I am and that's what I'm like. And I've figured out how to turn that into a strength because I end up being one of those people that you can go to and I will be able to tell you who you need to talk to or where you can find this information or what was the last, uh, you know, when, when did we last discuss this thing and, and do, did we come up with anything or do you, did somebody maybe write something down for that? You know, I'll be able to tell you where that is. And so that's one of my strengths. And I've turned that into a strength of mine because um, my mom always used to joke, Scotty, that I'm a butterfly. And she's changed that over the years <laughs> to say that I'm a hummingbird because I'm always hopping around from thing to thing, but I actually go quite deep like a hummingbird would, unlike a butterfly. You know, butterflies tend to stay on the surface. Um, and, you know, so knowing that this is something that I do um, and this is how I work and this is how my brain works has helped me identify quite a few of my strengths 
because, you know, I've, I've just learned something about myself. Um, and that for me has been very useful. It's sometimes a little bit confusing, troubling, going, oh gosh, wow, I really do hop around from thing to thing to thing. Wow. Like I don't stay in one place for very long at all. Um, you know, I've stopped moving country now. So, you know, things are perhaps slowing down a bit, but knowing that that's who I am and figuring this stuff out has been, you know, a very important journey into understanding what my strengths are. And then of course, on the flip side, what are my weaknesses? And that's so good to do. And what was very interesting to me in thinking about this topic ahead of time, too, is to think, you know, when someone asks, well, what are your strengths? And recent job interviews remind me of this, is that I think when you are asked that, at least for me, my immediate response is to think very tactically. Well, here are things that I am good at doing. I am good at, you know, problem solving, or I am really good at, you know, writing technical documentation, or I am really good at accounting. Very sort of tactical examples of what one might answer. But I think it's also really important to think about what things in the air around you are the sort of things that you end up drawing strength from. So when I think about my strengths, I think about, well, in what contexts am I at my strongest? And I think that that's a really interesting dimension to consider too. So, you know, like you, Rose, you know, I, I, I like to move around between idea to idea really quickly. So I am strongest in a fast paced environment where there is a lot of um, uncertainty and ambiguity because I like to define those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Th those kinds of areas are my strength. I am less strong in areas that are highly regulated or highly process driven or highly governed because I see those as um, things that, you know, are, are rope in my creativity or, or that draw boundaries around how much I can and can't affect. And so those areas are not strong for me. Um, I, I've also thought about, you know, sort of the, the personalities and spirit of the people that I might be working with from which I can draw strength. You know, I'm very strong working with people who like to have fun at their work. I am very um, uh, strong with people who are uh, quick-witted and okay with being wrong and okay with, to challenge me when they think I'm wrong and have, you know, healthy debate about stuff. I am less strong with individuals who are uh, more uh, rigid or who are, you know, just serious business, or um, so, some of those sorts of examples. And so, considering not just what my strengths are in terms of things that I can do, but strengths are that I have when I am in certain environments or around certain people, I think is really good because that helps me consider how to set up to play to my strengths really well by putting myself in strong situations surrounded by people who also help me be strong. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? You know, part part of your your strengths needs to be identifying, you know, the people and the systems and um, environments that can help you um, have those strengths. Um, and, you know, that can, as as you said, you know, turn those strengths into weaknesses in some places. You know, if you're in some, a very rigid environment, then those things that, you know, you are using to your advantage uh, become perhaps a disadvantage. Um, mm. And so you also need to flip it around and, and understand you know, 
what your weaknesses are or maybe just what your not so good strengths are okay if you're if you're going with well, i don't want to be listing my weaknesses it's going to make me feel really bad it's going to be a really so long good list strengths. that's good i'm writing that yeah. down yeah like yeah like seriously folks don't worry about it your list of weaknesses like it, it could be the entirety of the encyclopedia britannica and nobody cares because you've got strengths um but you know knowing like the things that come up on a regular basis that you may find more challenging and then trying to understand a little bit of why that you find them more challenging. Okay, well, this particular type of task that comes up at work on a semi-regular basis is something that I find challenging because it's very monotonous and boring and my mind wanders while I'm doing it. Like mm. actually like trying to pinpoint why that is. Or, um, you know, like um, there is um, like the, 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 the steps that need to be done here seem to be constantly changing. So I never actually feel like I know what I'm doing. So I never reach that flow state. I'm always in the I have to check back and see what I need to do next. And now I have to check back and see what I do next uh, stage. And you don't enjoy having to do that on such a consistent basis um, and so on. And so knowing what your, your weaknesses are a little bit can help you handle those so that you can go, okay, well, you know, when, when I have to deal with this kind of thing, um, you know, maybe I've got a, a friend or a colleague who I can ask to help me with this or delegate this to, um, or it, I can um, actually, you know, there's this particular task that's monotonous. I can listen to a podcast or some music um, while I'm doing it, or actually um, I can uh, find a different desk space to work and work standing up for example, like mm. that's something you could do. Um, or you can just avoid that task. And when somebody says, hey, uh, would you mind picking up this thing? Just say, I'm probably not the best person for that, you know, and, and just, you know, deflect it um, and bounce it off. You know, there, if, if, if it's tasks that everybody in your team needs to do and you're constantly dodging it, then, you know, that that's not going to be great for any of you. Um, but if it's something where, you know, there's somebody else on your team who really, really wants to do tasks like that and has um, a weakness where they find other kinds of tasks, that, you know, are theoretically of an equal value, much more difficult to handle, then you can tag team those tasks, mm -hmm. right? So that you can, um, you know, you can work with them to help them get better at dealing with the tasks that they struggle with. And they can work with you to help you get better at dealing with the tasks that you struggle with. And you can kind of trade them off as well. So if you're having a, a bad week, then they might go like, don't worry, I got it for you. And equally, you know, if they're having a bad week, then you, you pick up whatever task that you find super easy and they find really tricky um, off for them. And that is, you know, part of knowing your strengths because your strength is then that you have um, a buddy for this thing or, you know, that there's a system to handle it. And maybe you've learned how to say the alphabet backwards in Greek because that's mm. the thing that your brain ended up doing while you were dealing with this task because that was one of, you know, this this task just doesn't fall into your, your category of things that you want or need uh, to do in your life, but it still has to be done. But just understanding, you know, like the whys behind it, you know, the good and the bad really can help because then you can flip it around and, and take that weakness and turn it into a different kind of strength because it's not just, you know, like with all of these things, like if you think about running a marathon, okay, you don't just need the physical fitness, okay, therefore the strength um, to handle that. You also need the mental uh, fitness to handle being able to run for that period of time and being able to prepare for it and getting up out of bed in the morning and not just going, yeah, now nah, I'm going back to bed. Like, you know, you actually have, you know, the multiple facets of this and your strengths and weaknesses are the same kind of thing. Depending on how you look at it, how the light reflects off of it, it could be either of those. You just need to learn how to play it so it's always a strength. You know, it's like poker. Life's, life's, life's a card game. You just have to play your hand in the best way that you can to get yourself the best advantage.
that is that is just it. I I love what you said about partnering with others, and there is just such a lot of goodness that can come out of you know the first step being self awareness, and the second being a willingness to share that and be around people who can also share that. Because to to your point, that opens up the opportunity to be able to say to someone, "Hey, this is a thing that I'm not so great at. Can we work together and let's let's either improve or maybe we can horse trade." You know, and maybe I can maybe I can advertise. Hey, I've got a little bit of free time here, and people know that what I am good at. Um, how do we how do we make the best use of that together? You know, I I work for a, a corporation that employs you know some fifty sixty thousand people, and I love to muse that you know collectively we all know everything there is to know about everything in this company. So there is nothing mm-hmm. that can't be known as long as you know who to go to. And so having that uh, and investing in developing that network, you know, maybe depending on your role, that might not be super valuable outside of your immediate team. But with, with people with whom it makes sense to have connection, invest in that connection so that there's an opportunity to collaborate, not in that just sort of like, so that we can say we did kind of collaboration that might be politically favorable in some places, but an actual kind of a collaboration where there's some give and take of here's the stuff that you're really good at. You're going to be able to do it faster. Can you do that? And in exchange, what have you got that I can do faster because I'm really good at that. And the the more of that that you have, the more productive everything can be. And the more your strengths are being employed while still being at least somewhat proximal to these other things so that, you know, as you said, buddy up so that maybe that, you know, not so great strength can become stronger over time. And, mm-hmm. and, and that can be, and that can be built up. Um, in, in that too, I think it's, it's worthwhile thinking about strengths as unspecifically as possible so that I can think of different ways that I can put in a contribution to my team and my work by virtue of my strengths. So, you know, if you have the strength of say, you know, developing a good kind of uh, uh, written uh, email, you're really good at, you know, like uh, meeting minute taking and, and capturing all of that stuff, maybe back up a little bit and say that you're actually really good at, you know, coordinated, you know, facilitation communications and how can you mm-hmm. employ that outside of the scope of you know meeting minutes and so on? Because there are probably other ways in which that fairly specific strength, as you know, initially articulated, could actually manifest. And yes. and and in backing up a little bit more from the you know here are the tactical things that I'm good at to here are the things that here are the reasons why I'm good at that is because my my strength isn't actually in this tactic my strength is actually thinking in these sorts of ways or taking on these yeah. kinds of challenges uh once you can articulate that generalized view a little bit better i think it opens up a lot of doors in terms of being able to say well knowing that here are some other things that need to be done around here that i would probably be really good for um and yes. so how do i get how do i how do i lean into that how do i make that a um, how do I make that a part of what's going on around here so that uh, I'm contributing more to my team and my work, but I'm also, you know, giving myself new opportunities to learn and, and, and showcase and grow and meet new people, all of those sorts of things that fall out of doing new great work. 
Yes. And I think that is the thing, isn't it? You know, like, you know, especially like buddying up with somebody or multiple other people and, and so on. Like it, it can really, you know, play to your strengths. Like I often find that I will struggle to just sit there in a meeting and listen. Like if I just have to sit there and listen, um, a number of things is gonna are gonna happen. Um, like I will probably like my my leg might jiggle a bit, which is just annoying for everybody else in the room, especially if I'm wearing some of my favorite boots, which have got a little jangly zipper on them. I can imagine that driving people up the wall. Um, <laughs> there will be birds outside the window, or maybe a cat. Um, you know, I'll be admiring the shape of clouds. Uh, my mental to do list will grow exponentially. I'll have about a thousand great ideas. And the one thing that won't happen is that I'll actually pay attention to the meeting. Mm -hmm. But if I take notes for the meeting, then I'm paying attention suddenly because I get to type and listen. And just being able to do some output while I'm doing the input takes that from I can't really pay attention in meetings to I can pay great attention in meetings and I can take notes, which can be really helpful um, for everybody when we're finished. Like, even if all that happens is, like, it goes into a file on my computer and I just pull out my agenda items, you know, like, it, it's okay. Like, that's fine. But I, you know, that, like, I've taken my weakness. I've turned it into a strength. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and I do that with other things. I noticed um, the other day at work, somebody was actually, um, uh, like, uh, pausing every so often to, like, write something down saying, like, just give me a second. I just need to write this down. Like, that's a good tactic if you can't listen while typing or something. You know, you can do that. That's totally fine. Nobody's going to get cranky with you for saying, like, hang on a second i need to write down what you said so that i can remember it um you know that's that's pr that's pretty flattering actually if you're if mm. you're saying that um but you know um but then at the end of it they were like okay and here's a summary of what we've discussed can you tell me if i've got something wrong and it's like whoa hang on a second you've just summarized our conversation for the last hour and a half and you've managed to sum it up into six bullet points of like actionable things that we need to do. Um, and we've actually and then we can just go ahead and agree on that. And then we can, you know, progress with point one. And so we've gone from everybody thinks they know what they're doing to everybody knows what they're doing because somebody was taking notes. Um, and that is something that helps them. But that actually does massively benefit everybody else, too. Um, and so just because you need to do something to help one of your, your strengths be a strength doesn't mean that that's not going to be beneficial to everyone else. And you can use that to your advantage um, in so many ways. Like there's something um, actually at work, um, you know, there a couple of us are going to be looking into a, a new way of doing things potentially. And um, one of the people I'm going to buddy up with is on the opposing side to me. They want to do something completely differently to how I want to do it. Mm. And so I and so my my response to that was actually you know what I want to work with you on this because you're coming at this from the other side to me and I think that between us we will be giving this a fair shake like we're not being pre-biased towards me liking it we're not being um actively biased away from it because you've worked with something similar to this before and it really didn't work very well and you didn't like it um you know we're going to give this a proper fair shake and we'll we'll give it a try and see what happens um and so by by looking at it from that side of things of, you know, like, this is something I'm good at, that's something they're good at, and we're going to both try and do this thing, which is neither of what we're really good at yet. Together, we're going to have a better um, attempt at it, and we'll hopefully be able to deliver some really useful information to everybody else on the team. So by taking that, you know, taking that, you know, this is this is what I'm good at thing, you can really spin that to your advantage in so many ways. Um, and it also means that if somebody comes to you and says, hey, you know, can you can you do this thing for me? You can be like, yeah, I'm great at that. 
Or you can say, you know, that's not something that's well my strengths. Mm. If you need that to be done fast, you should probably pick somebody else for it. Um, but I'm I'm happy to give it a try. Um, you know, and that that that's something where, you know, I I've I have never not respected somebody for saying, if you need this to be done fast, I'm not the person for you. Right. Like I have no problem doing this, but I'm not gonna be the fastest person on the team for this. Like that to me is just them going, I'm aware of my limitations. I want to I want to fix them, but I also am aware of the other needs that are involved in this. Because you can you know you can you can do everything in the world, but if you're very slow at doing something, if you're a torches trying to go around a Formula One track, and uh, you know the team needs to win the Formula One, then they probably need to pick Lewis Hamilton rather than the tortoise. Um, you know, as as adorable as a little tortoise would be on a Formula One racetrack, hopefully without the cars, because otherwise tortoise might not make it very far. Oh boy! Um, Here come know, all the like, Hamilton fans. Know, <clears throat> exactly exactly um you know alexander hamilton um is a, a great musical as well so you know you can diverge in that direction if you prefer there you go um, now we're riffing so, uh, yeah exactly but you know just know knowing like what those things are and just being able to say like if like hey like this is my position so therefore i'm going to be looking at it from this perspective and that means this and being able to say that and take that can a help you mentally understand something so when you're looking at your task list and you're looking at the things going, well, technically this thing's super easy, so I should really just do it first and get it over with. But like you hear that negative tone in my voice of like, I really don't want to do this thing. Mm -hmm. like, okay, go do the do the actual interesting thing first because your strength is doing the interesting things. And then when you're tired, the boring things, they kind of just roll off your back. Okay, yeah. cool. Then if that works for you, do that. So I I I and and that kind of introspection that that's so good. I want to drill in a little bit to your your example of of meeting notes because I think that that's a really kind of fascinating use case for um, taking us a moment to think about what your strengths are. So it, are are you really good at taking meeting notes because a you're you're really good at capturing what people say, b because you're really good at you know listening and typing at the same time or C, because you're a very fast typist, so you can keep up, or D, because you're really good at capturing the essence of what people are saying and distilling it and like sort of boiling it down, or E, are you really good at capturing the thing that people aren't saying and, you know, kind of kind of getting that into the recorded, you know, actions and so on because people are dancing around a thing but haven't quite said it out loud and you can help that happen, or or, 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 right? Like, what is the yeah. actual strength that is buried there? It's probably a combination of several of those. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think that thinking about that helps one say, okay, if, if my strength is actually doing a really good job of distilling what people are saying down to, you know, a couple of notes, you know what? Now, that is a very applicable strength that you can use in anything. I mean, so yeah. if you find yourself in a in a new body of work or in a new industry vertical or in a new team or what have you, realizing that sort of generally applied strength that is, maybe, you know, maybe not hyper-specific to your current or previous roles, but is generally something that you can bring with you, wow, is that ever awesome to be able to um, know that, articulate it, and then leverage it. Um, and I think I, I so I, I really like that example because you kind of talked through 
you know, what might be a number of different strengths stacked that amounted to, you know, this really great outcome of everyone being agreed upon what the outcomes are because your strengths are in um, being able to capture, being able to multitask, being able to distill, being able to interpret, being able to clarify. And then there's a facilitation element there too. I'm strong at, you know, bringing everybody together and saying, here are things that have been written down. Are these correct or not? If not, let's have a conversation about that and work our way through it. And then, you know, get to this point of agreements and then agreement management and, and so on. So there subtly, I think you, I think you articulated about 27 different strengths. Um, and, and, but, but, but if, if you don't stop to think about all of those different component elements, you might have the, you know, false sense of, well, I'm really good at taking meeting minutes. And yeah. well, if there aren't meetings to be had, you might feel like your strengths can't necessarily be used, but that's not true because your strengths are actually what make you good at taking meeting minutes, not the meeting minutes itself. So a very interesting example to, to think through, um, looking at this from, you know, different levels of elevation, I guess. Yeah. And I think that's just it, right? You, like you have to like view your strength in a, in various contexts to really understand it properly. Um, you know, like one of my strengths is actually very much like, whoa, hang on a second. We're looking at this in a very microscopic level of detail. Like we're just looking at this really, really, really tiny thing here. Can we take a couple of steps back and view like the slightly bigger picture? about this. And I feel like that is something that is very useful to be able to do in many contexts, but particularly when it comes to looking at your strengths, being able to take a couple of steps back and go, no, don't just look at like this little part of it that you've given this name, you've pigeonholed yourself into, I'm good at taking meeting minutes. No, take a step back. Well, actually, if you're good at taking meeting minutes, that means that you are good at keeping track of time. You're good at actually, you know, making notes. You're probably good at sending that out afterwards and communicating that to other people and so on and so forth. And there's so many different threads to this, but you, you need to take that step back to look at it. And it is very useful as well to, you know, take something and put it in a completely alien context and, and see what happens, um, you know, and it, it feels Absolutely. very strange. Like if your strength is deep sea diving, okay, putting you in a desert feels very, very strange. But you know what? You probably have great survival skills. You've got the ability to control your breathing. You're very good at, um, you know, making sure that you're prepared for um, intense circumstances. So guess what? Uh, a deep sea diver in the middle of the desert probably has a better chance of survival than me. Uh, congratulations if you are indeed a deep sea diver um, mm. and somebody's just dumped you in the middle of the Sahara. You know, um, hopefully that won't happen. Um, but Famously, you know, that is our demographic. Things. It is definitely our demographic. It's obviously. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, if, if you take, a, a, take something out of context and then just twist like kaleidoscope a little bit, right? Okay, turn it to see what other kind of picture you get, because at the end of the day, all of the little bits are still there. It's just the lens that you're viewing them through. You know, you, you need to adjust the focus because if you move something in a different place uh, to a different place, but the camera's still in the same place, it's still focused on the exact same point. You've not got autofocus on, then you're not going to be seeing that in quite, you know, quite the right way. So uh, turn turn the wheel on the kaleidoscope. I'm, I'm going to stick with that one rather than focusing the camera. I like that. I like that. My my strength is recognizing um, time. I'm going to lean into yeah. that. Uh, this is uh, this is awesome. This is I, I think that 
Uh, I think that this is something that's going to sit in the back of my brain for a while, and I'm going to have to simmer on this. This has been really great, Rose. Thank you so much for going through this with me. Well, thank you for going through this with me, because I've now got an idea of some other strengths that I need to uh, go and and play with and uh, see what I can do uh, with things. And uh, remember that you are more than your strengths. You are a complete person and you're awesome because you're listening to this podcast and we love you. We're a big fan. We're a big fan of everything that you do. Thank you so much uh, for hanging with us also. As always, you can uh, see our entire back catalog of podcast episodes over at nestedfolderspodcast.com. There's a contact form on the website. We love hearing from you. Uh, We love your feedback. You can reach us on Twitter, at nestedfolders. And like we say, if you would love to support our work and in return, get a bonus episode every month and some nested folders stickers to show off your nested folderness, that would be just simply amazing. You can do that at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested where our ama board lives for our unnested episodes beyond that though you can reach us as human individual people on the internet rosemary orchard where might that be for you Ah, the best place is rosemaryorchard.com which has links to all of the things i do around the internet um and and you know everywhere else including this podcast you can also find me on micro.blog and twitter at rosemary orchard what about you scotty i am heyscottyj.com on the internet and at heyscottyj on twitter Thanks again, Rose. It's been fantastic, and we'll talk to you again soon. Goodbye, everyone.